0: America, a decent place to live, inhabited with some intensely stupid citizens. Citizens we call Americans. Someone needs to educate these people, help these people. And if you America not or don't a then through the amazing superpower of common sense, Phoenix West Amera will. <laughs> On August 26, 2016, San Francisco 49ers quarterback Colin Kaepernick remained seated during the National Anthem before Okay, turn on the goddamn music. On August 26, 2016, San Francisco 49ers quarterback Colin Kaepernick remained seated during the national anthem before a preseason game versus the Green Bay Packers. When interviewed, Colin stated, I mean ultimately it's to bring awareness and make people, you know, realize what's really going on in this country. There are a lot of things that are going on that are unjust, people aren't being held accountable for. And that's something that needs to change. That's something that, you know, this country stands for freedom, liberty, justice for all. And it's not happening for all right now. Internet and media backlash started immediately. People took to Twitter and YouTube to calmly state their opinions on the matter. Now, Kaepernick isn't the first athlete to make a political stance. I keep using that word, but he was sitting. The opposite of a stance. Un-stance? sit dance? You know, fuck it. When I say stance, just now I don't mean it literally. Not even two months before this, in the city of Dallas, a shooter took over a peaceful Black Lives Matter protest, killing four police officers and injuring nine. Also injuring two citizens in a shocking, racially motivated shooting that took over the news. So you would think the city of Dallas and its citizens would be fully aware that the race problem in this country is a real and imminent threat to our quality of life. Despite this, Dallas news reporter Tomi L- L- Laren, Tommy L- Laren, t- Tommy. I'm going to say Tommy Lahren, robotically had this stupid bullshit to say in an attempt to get hired on at Fox News. And Colin, how dare you sit there and blame white people for the problems of minority communities? After all, aren't you half white? Didn't two white parents adopt you after yours weren't willing to raise you? It's funny. Through that six-year career of yours, you choose to start sitting now? What changed to make you so resentful of your country? Please tell me how you're oppressed. I've got loved ones overseas right now fighting for your right to sit on a bench and bitch and moan about your perceived oppression while making $19 million a year to throw a ball So show a little respect. And if you want to sit down, now's the time on the bench because you suck. But perhaps you should stand up for the anthem. God bless from Dallas. Good night and take care. (laughs) Tommy Lairon and other online commentators point out cold hard, undeniably opinionated facts, such as Colin being half-white and being raised by white people, being an athlete that has been paid millions of dollars in this country, his being rich, having a mansion and fancy cars proves he was never oppressed, how wounded veterans even managed to stand up during the national anthem, and how Colin was disrespecting our nation by sitting there. Ah. Now there are nuggets of truth in those statements, so let's tackle these arguments one at a time. Number one, Colin is half-white and raised by white people. Yes he is, and was but when you're trying to deny racism in America and your number one argument is that he was raised by white people, so obviously his life must have been amazing, you're shitting on your own stance. And are you suggesting that white people can't possibly take a stance for another race? Taking a stance by sitting? you know, This whole metaphor is off the rails. Being white doesn't mean you're impossible of feeling empathy for another race. (laughs) Number two, this country gave them the opportunity to play football for a living and make millions of dollars. Yes, it has. Doesn't mean this country doesn't also have a racial problem that Colin was trying to point out. These posts here prove it. You know what, America? We're done with this shit. If your opinion contains the phrase, get out of the country, dot, 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 or if you use the word nigger, or any other racist term like that, your opinion is not valid. You're absolutely entitled to have that opinion, by all means, don't get me wrong, but as a society, we're just gonna ignore that shit from now on. Number three, he's rich, has a mansion and many fancy cars, so he's not oppressed. You're looking at things as they are now. Let's rewind. Do you really think he wasn't taunted for his race growing up with suburban white people? At no point when he was hanging out with his white family did anyone ever say anything shitty or racist to treat him differently? Really? Now you're just being difficult. Also, money does not equal happiness. We all know this is true, but we pretend it's not. We pretend if we were rich, we'd be happy, hence the lottery. But if this were true, then why are there so many cases of rich and famous people's kids dying? Also, he might not have been oppressed. He never said he was. He did, however, state that he's doing it for the people that feel voiceless in our society. Non-famous people used to be able to lead a movement, but in our modern society, when everyone has an online presence, it's nearly impossible for nobody to lead a movement. Someone in the public eye has to lead the charge. Number four, even wounded veterans manage to stand up during the national anthem, colonists disrespecting our nation by just sitting there. The obvious argument is that those veterans fought for his right to protest, for his right of free speech, but if you think soldiers are dying for our rights anymore, Soldiers are fighting an unwinnable war on terror, but obviously that isn't their fault. I would never blame soldiers for doing their job. It's the government's fault. And that's where all of this stems from. The government keeps its citizens in line with patriotic songs, images, and responsibility. Point out to us when someone isn't being patriotic so we can shun them. We love our freedoms, but not if we use it to point out flaws in the system. To pay homage to soldiers is important, and those that don't are un-American. Sounds a little like the Red Scare to me, but hey, what do I know? The government keeps pounding this point into our collective conscience, but we all know the government doesn't give a solitary shit about soldiers. If they did, why does nearly every single wounded military vet have a horror story about having to wait for months, sometimes years, to get treatment? And if their wounds are mental? Good fucking luck with that shit, bro. America loves our heroes, unless they need something from us, and then the stars and stripes are blind and deaf to their pleas.
1: This is what we think of you, Kaepernick. You are no longer one of my team players. I'm done with you. You are no longer an American. Absolutely
0: not, Father raper. Colin Kaepernick sat during the National Anthem. Our National Anthem is a Star-Spangled Banner, that's not news, but we're acting like it's a holy song made by the God Almighty to be handed down to America, his chosen country, which clearly isn't the case because he gave his only begotten son to the Middle East, so he doesn't give a shit about America. Jesus could have easily been placed in a land that would eventually become America, but he wasn't, unless you're Mormon. Anyway, The Star-Spangled Banner is a shitty song. It's true, people can't even sing it most of the time. It's constantly being slaughtered at sporting events. And the rocket's red glare, the bombs bursting in air, gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. Still don't think it's shitty? Well, the song was written in 1814 by a noted prideful racist and slave owner, Francis Scott Key. The song itself even has lyrics about this fact. We just don't sing this part. Despite this, people are still arguing that it's a sacred song that represents everything America stands for. And you know what? They may be right. And that's what the problem is. We stand for bullshit most of the time. The Jersey Shore was on the air for what felt like 17 goddamn years. That made us look horrible too point being, obviously it's understandable if black people don't want to be singing a song written by a horrible racist that used to own their ancestors. It's kind of just rubbing in, in at this point. We need a new song, perhaps something written after, I don't know, 1865, if I had to pick a year at random. Maybe a song that isn't about war. We have a national anthem about blowing shit up. This is how we choose to represent ourselves to the other nations. Now this is just what I've personally noticed. This is happening on both sides of this debate, blanket statements. Just saying black people are or white people need to is obviously unfair. Let's just get that out of the way so I can say, obviously not all white people are racist. Obviously not all black people are criminals. There, two shitty stereotypes are out of the way. I don't relate to all white people, especially anyone in the Deep South. I'm pretty sure those people aren't even genetically human anymore. What the Black Lives Matter movement is really focusing on is all racist white people that are using a three-pronged point of attack on their people. Step one, be racist toward blacks. Step two, deny that it's racist at all. Step three, accuse the black people of lying about it and how even pointing out the racist act is itself a racist act toward white people. How do you argue with someone stuck in this illogical, ignorant merry-go-round? People keep sharing police statistics on shooting with one race compared to another. I'll just say that obviously racial profiling isn't recorded and therefore not a statistic. Nobody's keeping official tabs on racist police harassment. Racists don't admit to themselves they're racists unless, you know, that's their thing. So if you're not a racist, just go ahead and accept the fact that black people obviously feel like the racism they're feeling and experiencing is real. You end up sounding like a racist when you deny it because it makes it seem like black people are lying about it being real. Maybe you don't have a dog in this fight. Racists will never change their minds, it's, it's a fact. American History Acts might be the only example of it happening. So what change relies on is the people that are on the fence about the situation coming to help. If you aren't a racist, say shit to people that are. Tell that racist guy at work to shut the hell up about Mexicans. You live in Montana. There's like three of them there. How is this guy constantly outraged by Mexicans? The only way to make change is to eliminate racism in future generations. We need to start shaming people for their despicable behavior, or as No Effect says, So let's cover who i am so you know where i'm coming from with all this i'm phoenix west that's not my real name i changed it from this in case you haven't noticed i'm a white guy ask anyone i know personally i'm a white guy and also i don't stay in contact i don't really relate well to people i'm an atheist i have a difficult time understanding why people do the things they do rituals make me feel creepy so when you're all standing there facing the flag with your hand on your heart all I can think about is feeling alien and culty. Not quite sure what the hand on the heart does and how it's related to patriotism, but I'll let George Carlin state it better than I ever could.
1: Here's a civic custom that I don't understand. Maybe you can help me. Taking off your hat when a flag passes by, or when some jack off at the ballpark starts singing the national anthem. They tell you to take off your hat. What the fuck does a hat have to do with being patriotic? What possible relationship exists between the uncovered head and a feeling that ought to live in your heart? Suppose you have a red, white, and blue hat. Suppose you have a hat made out of a flag. Why would you take it off to honor the flag? Wouldn't you leave it on and point it toward the flag?
0: So here's the best way I can describe my feelings about flags and national anthems and patriotic rituals. Fuck them. I don't say that for the sake of creating controversy. I say that because they don't matter. If you need a piece of cloth or a song to tell you to love your country, then how much of a patriot could you really be? And I know you're going to say, Soldiers died for that flag. No, they didn't. They died for what it represents. They died to protect their family back home. American citizens. The quality of life of their people. Not symbols that represent imaginary lines in the sand because that's all this ritualistic bullshit is. Imaginary. We made it the fuck up. American pride isn't a living entity. It can't be offended. Cloth and musical notes don't have feelings. People do.
1: I saw a slogan on a guy's car. that said, proud to be an American. And I thought, well, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> proud to be an American. And I can never understand ethnic or national pride, because to me, pride should be reserved for something you achieve or attain on your own, not something that happens by accident of birth. Being Irish... (laughs) Being Irish isn't a skill. (laughs) It's a fucking genetic accident. (laughs) You wouldn't say I'm proud to be 5'11". I'm proud to have a predisposition for colon cancer. So why the fuck would you be proud to be Irish, or proud to be Italian, or American, or anything? Hey, if you're happy with it, that's fine. Do that, put that on your car. Happy to be an American. Be happy, don't be proud. Too much pride as it is, pride goeth before a fall. Never forget proverbs, okay?
0: And if you're placing symbols and rituals above the quality of life of the actual people in this country, then you're severely fucked in the head. And keep in mind this is coming from me, a guy that doesn't relate to people in any meaningful way. If I can see this shit in an empathetic way, what's your excuse? You can't? What selfish is you, buddy? Feeling insecure about yourself? Make sure you leave all your overly aggressive comments and personal attacks to me down below. Prove to me how much you didn't understand the point of this video by telling me how wrong I am via name calling and fear mongering tactics. The winner is the one whose words most resemble Hitler's thoughts.